Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. I'm going to primarily address people that have had a failure with keto, with a low carb approach, maybe a paleo approach, or those that are in it that maybe just don't feel like, how am I going to do this for the rest of my life? If you've ever felt that way, you are definitely not alone. It's Dr. Living Good back at the whiteboard, and I get a lot of questions or a lot of people that will come into our communities communities because we have hundreds of thousands of people in it. Uh, they'll express that they tried that and it didn't work for them. This diet or that diet, oftentimes it is some form of a very strict low-carbohydrate uh, diet where it's really keto-ish or paleo-ish, uh, and they just it wasn't sustainable for them, or they did it for a while and then gained the weight back. Uh, it was very programmatic. It was very diet-based. It was not adopting a lifestyle in a new way and giving yourself some forgiveness and grace, carrying a lot of guilt, carrying a lot of shame, or they really didn't physiologically do very well with it. So if that speaks to you at all, then this video is for you. This video is also for you, even if you're doing keto and you do enjoy it, just some things to help make that your lifestyle. Because I'm totally okay if a keto lifestyle is what you thrive on, then do that. If vegetarian is what you thrive on, then do that. If carnivore is what you thrive on, then do that. But diets and programs, those ways of eating and these programmatic type ways don't equip us long-term oftentimes. So that's what I want to accomplish for you here. So let's dive right into, if you've dealt with keto failure, here's why it happens. If you've dealt with low-carb failure, here's why it happens. Or any diet or program in general, this is why it goes on. So number one, right out of the gates, there's toxicity in your body. People do all kinds of meal plan approaches, macros, micros, low carb, um, high protein, low fat, calorie counting, vegetarian, carnivore, and they do it so unhealthily. I see it time and time again, what we're taught and what is touted as healthy foods just because we're hitting a macro number, just because we're hitting a carbohydrate number, just because it doesn't have sugars in it, then it must be okay for our system. And what it leaves is a skinnier sick person. We have lighter caskets at the end of the day. Toxicity is very real. Clean eating is very real. So I'm going to show you the five keys and guidelines of what must be met regardless of what nutritional plan you are on. But just eating a certain way can still leave you very toxic because chemicals and foods have to be paid attention to. These five guidelines have to be paid attention to. Before I get to those five guidelines, though, let me share two other concepts that are really going to help give you forgiveness before I go giving you more guidelines, because usually we don't need a lot more of those, we need to let go of the guilt, the stress, the shame, and the sense of failure that comes with these dieting regimens. And this concept are vacation days. Everyone loves a good vacation day. It applies to your meetings, uh, to your eating just the same. So a vacation day in the principle is this. Every once in a while, you just got to give yourself permission to go on vacation when it comes to your eating, to just eat what you really are craving, to eat what you really enjoy, something to look forward to, a special restaurant, a special meal, a special treat, a special dessert. You can do that. You can be human. You can have vacation meals. You can have vacation days. Now, I like to prepare for vacations the same way I prepare for vacation meals. I like to have everything done at work. I like to have things tidied up around the house. I don't want to come back to a mess, right? I don't want to create more stress by going on vacation. Don't do that with eating either. Can you relate to that? With eating, I want to look ahead to these days and I'll say, you know what? I'm going to skip breakfast that morning. I'm going to do a little bit of intermittent fasting. I'm going to work out that day. I might even work out twice the day before. I'm going to have really clean eating a couple of weeks leading up to that point so I can enjoy that meal guilt-free. Now, 
Disclaimer, big warning, you can't be on vacation every day. <laughs> your system is then unemployed. Your system is then retired. You've given up. We can't have vacation meals every single meal. I deserve a treat today, so I'm going to go to Starbucks. You know what? Tough Monday, tough Tuesday. Uh, it's the third of the month. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to go through the drive-thru. We're not doing vacation meals every single day, just occasionally, maybe once a week, maybe once a month. You determine what's good for you, but it eliminates some of the guilt of failure that a lot of us are internally really struggling with. Second concept that helps you to achieve and think longer term, not short-term diet, not short-term failure is the 1% principle. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Getting 1% better has a shocking effect on the rate of your long-term success. Did you know, if you were to just get 1% better every single day, if I were to run some math for you and I were to take 1% to the power, do you remember this back in math, this little mountain symbol? Of 365, which means each day of the year, that one times one times one times the compounding effect that you getting just one percent better with your eating, one percent better with your movement, one percent better with your stress would lead, you ready for this, to a 47 times, times multiple improvement in your health, in your eating, in your movement, in the area of health that you focused on. A 47x improvement. I take that all day long. That is just by getting better by one percent at a time. So sometimes these things are daunting, they're painful, we suffer through them, when really we just need to get 1% better. It means if you got 1% better on your carb intake today, and then 1% better tomorrow, eventually over 90 days, 120 days, 360 days, you're going to see massive improvements on the way that you select your food, and you didn't rip the Band-Aid off and expose yourself to a wound, to some failure. 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, get 1% better today. Now, let's get to those guidelines. Here are the guidelines regardless if you choose to go on keto, go on paleo, go on low carb, low fat, high fat, vegetarian, carnivore, whatever one you pick, here are the guidelines that must be followed. Number one, we need to cut the sugar. Sugar's gotta go down, all right? So keto does a really good job of that, but you can still allow yourself carbohydrates by eating lots of healthy vegetables. You can still do that and lose weight in a healthy way and get lots of nutrients, lots of uh, water content food, stuff that's easily digestible, giving you proper fiber in. So there's a big difference between cutting sugar and cutting carbs altogether. Just getting rid of all the carbs forever, you do need them to produce energy. Hello, glucose in the body produces ATP. We do wanna cut down on sugar based foods. A lot of foods turn to sugar, but that does not mean eliminate all the vegetables that have good carbohydrates in them. Second one, crank up fat. We need fats to burn fats. Your body needs healthy fats inside of it. We can't get rid of all the fats in our system. Your brain is 60 to 70% fat. Every cell in your body has a layer of fat around it. Your fat produces your hormones. So if you're tanking fat in your body, you're asking for hormone related issues. You're asking for brain and memory and energy related problems. So we need to have good, healthy, clean fats inside the system. Which leads to number three, we need to clean up our protein. So many bros or gals pounding in the protein, 150, 170, 200 grams of protein today, a day, but they're not concerned with the quality and the cleanliness of the protein. Remember, this usually comes from animals and you are not what you eat, You're, you are what you eat ate.
Whatever the cow ate, whatever the chicken ate, whatever the fish ate, that ends up in you. So keep that in mind. And just clean, taking a vegetarian source like soy, what was that from? Genetically modified plant. Now your DNA is genetically modified too. So make sure it's a clean source of protein. Number four, care about nutrients. Where are they coming from? Where are you still getting your nutrients while you're cutting all your carbohydrates? Where are you getting your nutrients from when you're going carnivore? Making sure that you have proper nutrients in your body, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, do a great job of this, but always care about the nutrients. And then finally, curb your consumption. The consumption's gotta go down. Less food, eating less food is just a proven way to get your body to move. So if you are struggling to lose weight, you're doing some kind of form of a diet, curb your consumption a bit. I really like intermittent fasting. I like rotational fasting. These are quick ways to get your body stimulated and used to going into cleanup mode, not digesting food, giving it a break, which will optimize your body's ability to be more fit. So as we've gone through these strategies, make food simple. Let me release you for something. You can eat whatever you want to eat as long as you're willing to make it healthy. What does that mean, Dr. Living Good? Substitute ingredients. You can make healthy pasta out of bean noodles, and then you're not getting the toxic grains and gluten inside of your system. You can make healthy chocolate by buying baking chocolate, adding a natural flavoring like monk fruit or stevia to it and still make some delicious chocolate bars. You can have healthy ice cream as long as you're willing to make your own or maybe cut out the dairy source so it doesn't inflame you. You can make healthy pizza. In fact, there's a resource below with the healthiest pizza in the world if you do like that because my wife loves it so I had to figure that one out for her. You can make healthy burgers by just skipping the bun using lettuce and putting some delicious toppings on it. There's ways to enjoy the food you love as long as you're willing to make food simple. We wrote a whole book on it. You can check that out below too. If you like to have these special desserts or things that you absolutely cannot make simple, maybe like alcohol, then maybe you should think about working out or fasting earlier in the day before you enjoy that thing, which would go into a vacation meal category. Final thing, diets, programs, keto, paleo, vegetarian, whatever, a lot of times have end dates. That's why they're called diets. That's why they're called programs. Those are swear words around this community. Diets and programs have end date. Your lifestyle does not. Your life has an end date, but you need to eat healthy and have good mentality around your food and make food simple and follow some guidelines and improve 1% each day. Don't become a different person. Just become a better version of yourself your whole life. Until you die, you'll need to have clean eating habits. So let's start to ditch some of the diets and pick up a lifestyle. If you need some more help with food, here are several dozen videos about making food simple. I put them all in this playlist right here for you. Hey, it's Dr. Living It here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.